Okay, welcome to the Drivable podcast where we discuss all things about driving and safer community transport for people with disabilities and medical conditions. If you haven't done so yet, make sure you go back and listen to the last episode. In that episode, we interviewed Nev who is driving when faced with MS. Great interview. Yeah, uh, thanks, Ali. Yeah, this is episode seven where we reflect on Nev's story and his driving. Ali, you ready for this? Yep, let's right. get into it. Let's get into it. Driving is something many take for granted, but when someone has altered ability, then driving or getting out and about in your own car can be challenging. Driving with a disability doesn't mean you have to drive an old clapped out car with farm-like machinery, and relying on a wheelchair doesn't mean waiting for hours and then being in the back of a maxi access cab getting car sick. The Drivable podcast is designed to introduce and explore driving aids for people with disabilities vehicle modifications, the NDIS, research, medical guidelines, driving techniques, and much, much more. The Drivable podcast is to help you be informed and be in control of your own independence so you can experience freedom through driving safely and reliably. I'm Ali, and with me is Brad, and together we have over 30 years of experience in disability and driving. Enough of the intros, let's get into it. Okay, this is episode seven where we're reflecting on the last episode. And in that episode, we interviewed Nev Vanderbrink, bloody legend in my mind. Um, unfortunately, Ali, you weren't able to join us for that uh, podcast because we did it on location. Um, we did it over a weekend at the SA and Northern Territory Multiple Sclerosis Mighty Swim event. Um, so sorry you couldn't be there, but I do know that you've listened into the interview and you've been able to take some notes on it. How did you find it? Yeah, it was really good. And yeah, um, sorry, I couldn't be there as well. I would have come over, but, um, you know, with COVID and everything, too many risks in bloody travelling around. So um, we'll, 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 we'll be uh, together again soon. Um, but yeah, I just watched the video actually before we recorded this and um, I thought it was great. I'm, I'm really keen to talk about it. I've taken a few notes and uh, the event looked heaps of fun and um, looked very challenging uh, and also Nev, as he said, he's a bloody legend. So, um, yeah. so yeah, and the stuff he was talking about, it was just inspiring to, to hear him talk. So it was great. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get into the Mighty Swim stuff a little bit later on because we want people to be fully aware of that and what we're doing. And, and we've got a bit of a challenge out there for the listeners uh, tuning into this episode. Uh, but let's reflect on Nev's uh, condition to start off with. Uh, he's got MS or multiple sclerosis. Um and for people that don't know much about that, because we got a bit carried away um, with the swimming event in the background. So, so let's touch on that to start off with. Um, MS is a progressive disease. Um, so the body's mechanisms start to, for an easy term, eat away at itself. And messages from the brain to your muscles becomes harder and harder to do. There's, there's two different types of MS, um, and we, we talked about that quickly in the interview. Uh, there's primary progressive and remitting and relapsing. Um, and Nev said he was sitting on the fence. Mate, Ali, do you, do you actually know what that means? Um, I'm not, not from a medical point of view. I'm not in fully aware of it. But what I do um, see and notice is um, the interesting thing, how it affects you in different ways, even if you have like a similar kind of thing to somebody else, um, which I would imagine would be very, very frustrating because um, you just, yeah, and it seems to be dynamic as well, like on a daily basis. 
Yeah, well, that's the remitting, relapsing side of it all. Um, so people with MS can be really affected by heat. So hot weather, as an example, um, can make the muscle, when the muscles get hot uh, and the nerves get hot, um, it makes it actually worse. So uh, look, from a technical um, viewpoint, from a medical viewpoint, your nerve roots that run to your muscles have got a, a fiber wrapped around it. Um, and that demyelinates, demyelinates. And um, basically it's like the, um, if you think about an electrical cord, it's got the plastic wrapped around it. It's like the plastic not being around your electrical cord and uh, the, the electricity basically is escaping. So the messages aren't getting through to the same amount of power. That's, that's the easiest way that I can explain it. But like you said, um, it affects people in different ways. MS is one of these things where for Nev, it's impacting on his right side, especially his upper limb at the moment, but it's starting to impact on his lower limbs as well. And um, for other people, it's from the waist down. So um, the bottom half doesn't work as well. So both legs don't work as well. And walking is really difficult, but the hands and arms are still really strong. Other people, it's the left side. And for other people, the legs still work, but the arms are affected that that's a little bit more rare that one it's usually the distal aspects that that get affected so yeah it's it's it affects people in different ways and and um from from you as a mobility uh expert there ali you know we've got to reflect on how that impacts on on trials yeah well it was interesting actually because um what he he spoke about um, was, I guess, the product that he uses, um, and it's like a you know just a, a lot. Uh, well, I can't remember the terminology he used, but it was like a longer spin knot, basically, kind of like a joystick type thing. Yeah, so we that one's the mono spin when yeah. we when we're out there looking for it. But um, instead of a round ball, um, for people that are watching this on YouTube, you'll be able to see my hand in a bit of a claw, uh, and I, I really encourage you to go and uh, watch the episode with Nev on YouTube because there's a lot of activity going on in the background. Um, you don't just need to listen to it. Go and look for Drive Able Podcast on YouTube um, and you'll get to see all the event in the background, including Tim, uh, the the head of the MS Society in, in South Australia in the Northern Territory. He's, he's dressed up in a in a pool ring and uh, he's got a snorkel on and so forth. He's, he's having a bit of fun in the background. Um, but you can see me right now with a bit of a claw in my hand, and that's for a smaller round ball spinner knob, which people might be able to think of as something that's on a forklift or a tractor. And that's the, one, the image that most people get in their head. Nev's got a slightly different one. Because of his um, hand function, it is impacting on his left hand a little bit, but he's also got massive hands. He's a basketball player, and, and his hands are huge. Um, and, and he just engulfed the standard spinner knob, absolutely engulfed it. And, and, um, you know, basically was scraping his knuckles on the steering wheel. So, uh, he, he ended up going for one that he could grip with all of his fist. Um, and basically, like we said in the podcast, he's, he's singing into it like a microphone. Well, he doesn't sing into it, but he's holding it as if he's singing into a microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's um, 
I guess it was interesting because what I was thinking was, um, you know, as a modifier, as a supplier, or even as a therapist, um, it's it's not like if you you know if you've got someone who doesn't have the use of their lower limbs, there's a X Y Z number of solutions, and it's very easy to work with that person. And you go, here's here we've got a catalog of solutions. Let's go through these and see what works. But what I noticed, I guess, with this is that it's going to be a lot more dynamic. You've got to spend a lot more time actually understanding what works, what doesn't, what on what days, you know. And and as as I think it was mentioned in there. Um, you've got to kind of start with the worst days and, and assess on those situations, which um, and it just, yeah, and I would say on the worst days, you probably <laughs> are not in the mood to be doing assessments, and things, you know, so, so how, yeah. how do you assess? Absolutely right. And, and that is one of the biggest challenges that we've got with, with MS. Uh, it is, uh, especially the relapsing remitting style of MS um nev says he's currently sitting on the fence he he started with relapsing remitting but he's he's uh the evolution of the disease he's he's kind of rolling over into the primary progressive where the deterioration's a little bit more constant um but yeah it is we've 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 got to try and assess for the worst possible day and you're absolutely right on your worst day uh with ms I haven't, I haven't got it. I'm only talking from my experience with uh, clients that, that we see with MS uh, on a regular basis is that on the days that they do have uh, MS, they don't, they don't feel like being pushed and prodded and trying and sitting yeah. in for an assessment that goes for a couple of hours. They just don't have the energy levels to do that. Yeah, so I guess that would be pretty challenging, and um, and I guess to segue into to sort of what I thought was really impressive with um, Nev in general was he does have a very good level of self awareness, um, and so he it would be probably easier to work with someone like him because he was able to really identify his issues, um, and then even when he was speaking about you know um, like literally within the first year. Um, he started to realize that his driving wasn't as great as what it was. And um, most people I've experienced would just keep pushing through and trying yeah. their best and so on. And, and I'm not there yet, but he, he took that proactive approach and, and, and it's really based on the stuff that he said. And that's why I, I was just really inspired because he put his own pride and everything aside and he only did it because he didn't want in any way, shape or form be a risk to his community, to his family, to the yeah, other people around kids. there. And yeah. as he said, he could never live with himself if he had hurt someone else, you know, and um, not many people around that think that way, you know, so, um, so that no, was pretty- I, I can vouch for that with my experience as well. We, we quite often do assessments for people that have had the minor accident, that have had the, had the close call. And uh, I, yeah, I, I applaud Nev as well. He got into it. Uh, and started looking for solutions before it became a major issue, knowing that his hand was deteriorating. And he, and he said he, he was struggling to have his hand on the steering wheel. So he knew that something was going on and that he'd start needed to start and look at to, needed to start to look at this. And, and I posed the question to him, when will he know when it's time to do something else? Um, as, as we know, he has got a progressive disease. How will he know? when it's time to do something about that right foot on the accelerator and the brake, or um, how will he know if steering's becoming an issue with his left arm as well? And yeah, 
that really kind of sparks a bigger sort of thing, particularly for me personally, um, something that I'm actually very, very personally passionate about because of my own personal experiences is that, is that people, one really common thing I've experienced is people do tend to ignore those symptoms for too long. Um, and, you know, because of their own personal pride or changing circumstance or images or whatever they have, the things they're dealing with, um, they, they, they leave it too late. And one of the most common stories I get when we have people, when we're doing trials or we're showing them products, uh, they turn around, I don't need that yet. You know, I don't need that yet. And, and uh, I'm not completely invalid yet. And, and the, the thing is, is that once you are, then you can't use those products. You, you're bound to a bed. And, and I, my personal experience of that is, um, and that's actually the reason why I'm in this company and doing what we're doing is, um, is yeah, for my own grandparents. Like my grandmother got, I've told this story heaps, got hit by a car, became disabled in a wheelchair. And they didn't, because of pride and, you know, and, and also their generation didn't believe in spending money and there wasn't NDIS back then and all that kind of stuff. So, so it's like, we're not wasting our money on that. We can just figure it ourselves. But then fast forward 10 years, my grandmother, my grandfather was dead because he ended up with all sorts of issues like, like MS and arthritis and all these kind of health problems because he, he destroyed his body. He was the eight, he was the lifting arm. You know, he was the, he was the turning seat. You know, he did everything. And you just watched him deteriorate his whole body into nothing. Um, and now he's not around. And where is she? Bed bound. And that's one of the most depressing things to see. You know? so, um, I, I got a different way of reflecting on it as well. I mean, people will go out and buy power tools for the garden to make shoveling easier, to make lawn mowing easier, to do edges easier. They'll go and buy tools to make life easier. Same in the kitchen, electric can openers, coffee machines, you name it. We all, we're buying products to make life easier. But when it comes to driving, there is this stigma around it's not the normal way to do it. Yeah, mm. I'm meant to have two hands on the steering wheel. I'm meant to have my right foot on the pedal and the brake and my left foot either on the clutch or not. And it's a real mind shift to be able to move into buying a power tool to be able to help make driving easier for you um, the same way as a garden tool does. And if we can encourage people in this episode, uh, especially if you're listening to this with MS, um, to think about it maybe a bit more in that form, that, that the tools there are to make it easier and to make it safer for you uh, and the public as well. And if we can get our, uh, our head around that, not I don't need it yet, uh, versus maybe this can help me and prolong my driving in a safer way so I don't have those close calls. If we can get uh, people to think a bit more like that, then um, you know that's one of the major um, reflection points of this episode. And also, I think if you can get into it early um, and bypass all of your, I guess, the, the issues around that, um, mm -hmm. I mean, if you look at Nev's situation, what's very clear is he also did not want to have an impact on the way he lived his life, right? Yeah. So he's like, you know what, I'm moving through life at 50 kilometers an hour, 60 kilometers an hour. I don't want that to slow down. I don't want to change what I'm doing. Yeah. So I need these aids so I can continue moving at that same thing and still interact with my community and do. And I would dare say, if anything, it looks like he's doing more now that, that you know, so his, his well, devices have kind of given him more confidence and empowered him to do more. 
the the mighty the mighty swimmers is, is one of those examples. Uh, absolutely, yeah. uh, and, and challenges he's doing and all that stuff. You know, he wasn't doing that before. So, yeah, we'll we'll move into that for one second. But there's one more thing that I want to reflect on. When we first started the journey with Nev in regards to the spinner knob, he did not need the spinner knob every day. But on his bad days, he was able to use it and get out and about. Maybe uh, if he didn't have it, he would have had to stay at home or taken a risk. And we don't want people to do that. So um, he was able to get out and about on, on hot days uh, to go and pick up kids from school and able to run them, run his kids around to basketball and so forth. Um, and then on some days he, he probably didn't need it and, um, but it was there and he was able to, to use it on his good days. And that's what we really want people to reflect on as part of, of this story. Yeah. yeah. yeah things are there to help you last longer. So, you yeah. <laughs> but like you said, he's doing amazing stuff, Nev. He, um, he's done the MS mighty swim now two years in a row. Last year, they raised $17,000 which is uh, amazing, the team itself. And this year, in the last 15 minutes of the swim, uh, the team itself clicked over to $20,000, uh, which is phenomenal effort. We, we're un of the understanding that it, that smashed the previous record uh, for the amount raised by a team. And the MS Society overall raised over 100000 and it's yeah, still climbing. Yeah, yeah, that's bloody awesome. I mean, that event looked um, like heaps of fun. So, um, and and I mean, it's something that um, I actually wouldn't mind being involved in in the future because I like the whole uh, endurance stuff and doing crazy things for long periods of time and you know all that kind of thing. So yeah, mate, swimming for four hours is is not fun. I was lucky; I got out of it for an hour when I had to do the interview. So I, I planned that really, really well. So, um, but I had to come back and apparently I, yeah, I was, I was apparently well rested and I had to smash out the laps in the last hour and I, I'm still feeling it today. Um, I'm, I'm in pain. So um, look, uh, he, he's an amazing guy and, and like we uh, talked about, and um, if you go and have a look at the Facebook page, when we put this episode out there and, and, and we'll do a bit of a slideshow for the uh, YouTube channel as well. Um, we, we've um, rated his uh, uh, Facebook profile and we've, um, yeah, copied a whole bunch of his photos from his dares um, with his permission, of course. And, um, you know, there's pictures of him dressed up as uh, Elsa from Frozen mowing his front lawn and and dressed up as a as a bogan and and dressed up as Hulk Hogan going through a shopping center um, dressed up in an old uh, swimming costume um, from the 1900s you know really early 1900s going through a shopping center he's done all of these dares I dared him when I first got wind of him doing this event before I got sucked into swimming I dared him to wax his legs so he could swim faster he did that. He waxed his legs up to his knees. He's, he's been through a lot of pain. He's eaten chilies. He's had afterburn the day after. He hates chilies. Um, he's eaten chili con carne. The poor fellow's been through a lot. But himself, he raised, uh, I think it's close to 5,000 grand, just, just him doing those dares. So uh, amazing effort. Really, really good. Yeah, it's really good. And, um, and I guess we, to, to keep him going, um, we've put a challenge for him as well. We did. We did. We put it out there. Do you want to explain it to people? 
Yeah, so basically we've dared um, Nev to, because he's in SA, um, so in a bit of a, or in Adelaide, right? Yep. So it seems like a bit of a rite of passage for people from Adelaide is also to do this drive to Broken Hill. Yep, I've done it for work. It, it, it's not the most fun drive. Yeah, it, is. it just it's seems six, to be this thing for people from Adelaide, though. I, I've, I've spoken to a few people, and it just seems to be like this. You've got to do it at one point. Yep. I don't know why. <laughs> there's right there's passage, so, um, no, no offense to people in Broken Hill, but there's not much yeah, there when you get there. Yeah, I think it's just the idea of going to the border or something. So I don't um, know what it is. So, yeah, yeah, well, I guess on that note, we've um, sort of dared him to, to maybe redo a bit of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert style of, uh, of a drive. So get out to Broken Hill. Adelaide do that rite of passage but do it in drag but do it in drag that's right so one of his challenges was to dress up as Elsa one of his other challenges was to get fully made up, uh, made up as a girl so he's got makeup on he's got lipstick on he's got a lovely blonde wig on um, we've decided to combine both of those dress ups and ask him to do a driving challenge and recreate Priscilla Queen of the Desert we're not sure if you'll get the big shoe on the back of the bus and a big uh, drapes in um shawl out the back of the bus but we've asked him to drive to broken hill dressed in drag stopping at towns along the way he's a he's a massive farmers union iced coffee man shout out to farmers union iced coffee if you want to get on board and sponsor this program um and do a donation yourself um he is he's passionate about raising money for ms and doing whatever he can and he will do this challenge but we need more money to get him to do it so um, we ticked over 20,000. 20, We're asking our listeners to get on board as well. Um, Ali and I, we've donated $500 uh, from the Drive Able podcast to get this challenge on the road, pun intended. And um, we're asking if people can donate who listen to this and get the raised funds from 20,000 to 21,000 and beyond. Nev will do this challenge for us and uh, he will hit the road and we will post up all of the videos uh, on our YouTube channel and, and uh, we'll laugh along with him along the way. Yeah, no, it should be good. Get on to it guys. Um, as, as Brad said, we're putting 500 bucks of our own up and, um, and looking at the photos and videos and just even um, to be honest, when I watched the video um, of Brad interviewing um, Nev, you just can't help but smile the whole time you're watching him yeah. um, because he's just got a great energy and um, and just kind of, I was uh, chuckling and smiling the whole time. So, um, so yeah, the point is, is go and watch what he does. He'll entertain you. It's worth, it's worth every dollar <laughs> of entertainment. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. So please get on board, whether it's a dollar, $2 or more, jump on board. So the address to go to, we'll put this in the show notes as well, but you want to look for www.team, oh, sorry, www team m s s a n t dot org dot au forward slash fundraisers with an s on the end forward slash nevs snorkelers now we'll put the the link in the show notes so please click on it and um if you can donate now donations officially close we're of the understanding where we're working with the ms society try and keep this open beyond the end of February, 2021. So if you're listening to this in the future, you might find that it's hard to donate. 
But don't worry, Nev will be doing another Nev Snorkelers Challenge next year. So you can get in early and donate to that when it comes out for this time next year, which is uh, February 2022. And if you're listening to this, this is the best thing about podcasts. You might be listening to this in 10 years' time. Keep an eye out for Nev Snorkelers and the MS Society of South Australia and the Northern Territory. Please keep donating to, to his cause. Um, and we'll keep you up to date as, as time goes by as well. But if you're struggling to donate and you really want to donate to this amazing guy, amazing cause, get in contact with us through our Facebook page, uh, which is um, Drive Able Podcast. Just search for that and you'll be able to get in contact with us there. Yeah, we'll help you get on board. All right, that's it for this episode. Thank you very much for joining us and listening in. Yeah, and a huge thank you to Nev for joining us in the last episode and talking through his MS and driving, but also taking on one last dare to raise even more money for the MS Society for South Australia and the Northern Territory. We really thank him for being an amazing sport. Um, You know, this is probably one of the tougher challenges that he'll have to do. It's post the event. His motivation's probably low. So we really thank him for taking this on. Um, and we're hoping that you guys will get on board as well. Like we said, if you're listening to this episode in the future, get involved still by getting in contact with us at our uh, Facebook page, Drive Able Podcast. That's all you need to search for. And um, we'll put make it really easy for you to make a donation. Uh, Ali, mate, what was your what was your main takeaway from the last episode? Um, to be honest, it was actually I was thinking about that, and I, I, I wrote it down here, um, and it was actually very similar to the same as the um, the, the last guy we spoke to um, with the with the attitude. You know, the attitude towards stuff really makes such a difference in terms of your experience. You know, and I was actually having, having a chat to someone else that I work with. Um, and, and even you'll see in someone that we've got coming in the future, if you take the attitude of um, positivity, open-mindedness, um, you know, working with your community. So with, with Nev in particular, um, and, and the common themes that I've seen in other people that have been more successful with their journeys is positive attitude, but really working together as a community, you know, yeah. bringing people together and working together, you know, working with your OTs, your, your, your modifiers, everybody, you know, um, your community, donating where you can, doing what you can for each other. When you move through life and your community that way, you're, you're going to be happy and you're going to be fine you know, and everything's going to be all right. Yeah, I think it's that acceptance of your disability. And, and being able to embrace it as part of your life and uh, being able to move through that. And I think that's part of my biggest takeaway is that he was able to do that really early and understand um, MS, progressive in nature. It's a bit like, I don't know, gain, I struggle with my weight now and every now and again. And, and it's a bit like gaining weight. And um, you don't know that it's happening until somebody you know you get that startling reflection in the mirror one day and you have to do something drastic about it if you keep it under control early then you've got a better life ahead of you so uh, same with the ms let's encourage people to get in early um, and look at all the options uh, as early as you possibly can and you might be able to stay safer for much longer on the road yeah exactly Sounds all right good. thanks for tuning in 
Yeah. And um, as we say in every episode, um, make sure that you're getting contact with your OT or get in contact with your mobility dealer and set yourself up with a trial. Trials really do put you in the driver's seat. Make sure you get out there and trial products, people. All right. That's it for today. Thanks very much for tuning in and we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Drivable Podcast with Brad Williams and Elliot Barrian. Make sure you check out the Facebook page and socials. If you like what you have heard, make sure you like, rate and subscribe. It makes a massive difference. If you or anyone you know would like to share your story about driving with a disability, make sure you reach out to us through the socials. Just search for us. For more information and the resources mentioned in this episode, then go to the Drivable Podcast on Facebook and tune into the next episode. See you next time.